Was that? Is that it? I don't know. I caught it another time though. <laughs> okay. Well, that's gonna be confusing when I sync it up. I guess. Welcome back to the Atcast, a podcast for the study of modern visual culture. I'm your respected and loved Takan Inuana student council president, Renu. And I'm your secretly attractive stalker weirdo, Soup. <laughs> this week at Stands for Absolute Territory because we'll be talking about what we're watching in the fall 2019 anime season. <laughs> yes, finally we're here. <laughs> uh, but before we get into that, what have you been up to? Okay, so I've got a saga. Um, you, you've been which through is, things. <laughs> I have been through so much since we recorded the last episode. It, it has been yes. like... It has been so long, like, because <laughs> I was, so I, okay, I basically originally was going to, uh, you know, edit the episode and have it up by the normal time, and that would have been, that would have been Gucci and fine or whatever, um, mm -hmm. but I was busy, and we recorded really, like, I think we recorded on Thursday or something before it was supposed to go up, yeah. um, and I just, like, didn't really have the energy to do it. Uh, so I was like, well, okay, I'll just do it over the weekend. Now, the only problem is, uh, Saturday in the evening, my power went out because <laughs> I live in, in the Bay Area, which is to say, uh, I'm at the, the whim and mercy of PG&E as they try to cut costs by not maintaining their power lines and causing fires all the time. So whenever there's a lot of wind, instead of doing the n normal thing, which is to have already done the maintenance like a while ago, and to just sort of be like, oh, sorry, okay, like the power's going to be off for like a couple hours, we're going to do some maintenance, it's whatever, so that, you know, the state doesn't catch on fire. But instead what they do is they'll, they're just going to let them go until they get, you know, weather reports that are like, oh, there's going to be a lot of wind today. And they're like, hmm, that sounds pretty dangerous. Let's shut the power off for like a while. And that's what happened to me, basically. So from <laughs> Saturday to Tuesday evening, I did not have power. That's a long time. That, yep. It's a, it was a long, long time without any power. Um, and at a certain point, I just had to pack up all my stuff and like go somewhere else and just stay <laughs> with like, my I friend can't live like this in this has, modern who, era <laughs> exactly so the thing about it is i legitimately was like ah, this sucks uh, whatever and holy crap okay mm -hmm. my my week that week was so stressful <laughs> mm. i okay at a certain point i left um I left my home where there's no power or where there was no power because the cell signal started to drop as well. So I, I stopped having cell signal like, oh, no, <laughs> um, like like one or two nights into not having power. 
And that's a problem because then I wouldn't know if there was a fire. Right. And so I drove to my parents' house um, that they're that they're fixing up. It's because it's still livable, right? Um, and I went over there and I ate lunch on, I think, Sunday. I think this was Sunday. And about five minutes after eating lunch, when we're just I'm just sort of getting settled. My phone goes off and there's an emergency like alert text that says, hey, the area you're in is on fire. So evacuate, <laughs> please. <laughs> so that's one way to find out, you know. <laughs> so I legit and and at this point, like my car was like running a little bit low on gas because, you know, I, I've been having to drive it around so that I wouldn't be home and not doing anything where the power is not existent. And mm-hmm. I ended up going into the to, into the city, into San Francisco. Unexpectedly, I really was wanting to have a chill day, but apparently no. Um, mm-hmm. And on the way out, because of the, the sort of panic, um, there was no cell signal because it was like saturated with... Um, with everybody like using their phones and stuff, and right, I, I guess like yeah. one of the like towers went down or something. Yeah. And on the way out, I saw the fucking fire. Whoa! Dude. With my eyes, I saw the planes and the helicopters coming in to douse it with water. Like I legit Yo. saw the the smoke rising on the highway oh as God. I was like leaving. Um, oh my god, dude! <laughs> so that was fun. Luckily, they got that sorted relatively quickly. Um, yeah, and. Boy, oh, uh, that sucked. But yeah, my power didn't really come back until Tuesday night, and uh, I was not able to be at home by then anyway because I was at my friend's house because, uh, like, I was going to the Discord Halloween party um, is basically why. And... um. So I just spent like, you know, half a week at my friend's place as a <laughs> climate refugee. I mean, I, I had to do that for Harvey, so I feel that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, hopefully that's that's something that um, starts to not happen anymore. Uh, <laughs> because, you know, stuff is only going to get drier and more bad. So yeah. at, at a certain point, I just hope that pg e just gets converted into public utilities and then suddenly this po- this problem is less of a problem because the only like the only reason that this keeps happening is because they're just bad at maintenancing because they're like well if we maintenance it's gonna cost money and also we'll have to maybe shut down the power for like three hours and if we do that people won't by our service which is the most ridiculous thing i've ever heard in my life because pg&e is the only power provider in this area which is why (laughs) no one had power it was actually really distressing like driving around at night because all Mm -hmm. of the streetlights were out and you could only see by the light of the cars which was kind of spooky and like that's wild dude right and it's spooky because it's in kind of a um 
like a nice residential area, but there's just no lights whatsoever. Bro, except it's for like apocalypse, man. It was extremely <laughs> apocalyptic. Um, the only the only places that had power were like the Target and the Whole Foods, <laughs> and the Whole Foods only had power because they were driving in like generator batteries, basically. Right, right. That's what I was thinking. They probably had generators to power their um, store. <laughs> And it was, I only really, um, I went to the Whole Foods, uh, near my house, uh, like a day or two into the power outage and Mm -hmm. it was wild. There were so many people there. There was so little food on the shelves. It was actually terrifying. Actual apocalypse, dude. (laughs) It legitimately felt highly apocalyptic, um, which is, you know, the, the kind of fun, the fun time you want to have on a weekend, really. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Don't you sometimes want to shake up your daily life? <laughs> oh my goodness. It was pretty rough. Um, so that's the reason I did not get the podcast out until Friday uh, of last week. Uh, it was because my power was not there for half the week. And then I wasn't there for like most of the rest of the week. <laughs> Um, you're all right man (laughs) but i got it together i got it out uh and uh now we'll have an episode i guess it has been technically two weeks now that i think about it which means it's been actually a month since we've recorded it's okay oh well yeah um so that's that's i don't know it's it's weird stuff uh i don't want to go through that again that sucked (laughs) like that could have been much, much better. Um, but here I am. I'm still alive, so whatever. Yay! Um, I mean, other than that, like, my life hasn't really calmed down because I, I started doing, like, uh, NaNoWriMo, which was probably <laughs> a mistake. <laughs> I... Okay. I So, at this point in time, I should be... About 20,000 words in. Yeah. I am 8,000. Oh, here we go. So I am pretty, pretty heavily behind um, because the rest of my life has not calmed down to to compensate for the fact that I'm I'm doing this, this, you know, novel writing thing. And I started to do um, work. So I started volunteering where I want to work at. And offering my free, unpaid, delicious volunteer labor. Mm, labor. So free. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's quite tough for uh, for us to just kind of put our lives on pause for a month while we try to get something creatively done. So <laughs> we do what we can. Yes. So I am 8,000 words into NaNoWriMo, I should be more than twice that. I'm going to buckle down and get some words tapped out tonight after I record this. So, yikes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, other than that, I've been... I, okay, I, w- I will say this about uh, the novel writing thing. Part of it is I'm having some amount of trouble because I don't usually write long-form fiction. Um... I haven't in a really long time, and the only time I really ever did was, like, in high school when I was, like, role-playing, um, mm-hmm. 
but here I am now, and it's just like me role playing, but with myself. Uh huh. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's actually really fun, uh, and I'm really glad that you, uh, over the course of when I had no power, sent me um, the designs for the thing, so that I could use those characters in my thing. Oh yes, yes. Um, so I'm I'm borrowing I'm borrowing Randy's precious characters um, for my uh, my novel, uh, and it's it's gonna be really fun. I'll I'll talk to you about it after the month is over when I can talk about it. Um, yeah, uh, I might take like a pass through it and see if I can edit it to make it, you know, consistent and not awful to read through, uh, because <laughs> the, the starting bit of it is pretty rough because my brain had not yet adjusted to like anything. And I, I think even still, it's a little bit like I, I could be doing more to grease those wheels anyway. I've never okay. been I've never been a super detail oriented person. Um I'm a broad brush drugs kind of person. Um but that's that's been a lot of fun actually. Surprisingly, even though uh I started it on the like week I was starting working with my volun volunteered labor, which is not ideal um just because I'm I'm volunteering like almost as if i was a full-time worker right like i'm working probably 30 to 32 hours a week mm-hmm. um so like nine to five monday through thursday yeah and that's not the worst honestly because uh, at least people are seeing my face and maybe they'll be like oh we should we should give soup a job <laughs> um, which is the hope at, at any rate i think my my boss is working really hard to try to get that to happen <laughs> Oh, sounds like she's good. trying sounds like she's trying really hard <laughs> um but yeah uh that's that's where i'm at right now um i did some hanging out with my with my dear friends in in uh in the east bay recently like like two or three days ago that was actually really fun and oh, good. and yeah like that's that that's where i'm at i'm not as far along in my novel writing process as I want to be, but what can you do? Yeah, you know, you're doing what you can, which is the, I'm the doing most what I can. can ask for. Yeah. <laughs> what have you been up to? Uh, <laughs> I finished Inktober, which was my version of your NaNoWriMo. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and so... Now, I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> uh -huh. I'm so used to, like, spending every waking moment trying to draw and get this thing done now because it's been a month. And, like, like doing, like, we're drawing on lunch breaks, drawing as soon as I get home after I cook dinner and shower and everything. And just, like, not spending time with, as much time with people, I guess. And just, like, being like, okay, I gotta work, I gotta do this thing. Uh, I try not to like obviously shut out my social life completely, but uh, you know, it was definitely more pressure to just, you know, try and squeeze in more time to work on this uh, this challenge. Um, but yeah, it's done. Um, I have not posted it yet. I plan on making like a video or something of it that would be pretty nice. Okay, and posting it somewhere. <laughs> uh. And, um, yeah, other than that, I've also been using 
the Inktober time slash time now that I have free time to to watch the new anime. So I was able to watch a bit more than I usually do, which is exciting. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, looking at this list, we've completely flip flopped. Yeah. <laughs> because you watched. Uh, let's let's see. One, two, three, four anime. Yeah. Four things. That I did not watch, and I watched half of an episode of an anime <laughs> that you didn't watch. It's all right, man. I didn't have to deal with, like, fire in my area. <laughs> That's true. I am sitting here, you know, doing work four days a week and recording this podcast and watching yeah. anime for the podcast and, you know, writing a novel and yeah. playing my games on D&D. <laughs> I tried to play games too. <laughs> my, my, three, my three games of D&D a week. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh... Oh, actually, that, that does remind me. One, one last thing um, before I let you let you continue. Um, mm-hmm. I so my team for the Overwatch tournament we're in we're in like the last stretch like the last two weeks of it oh. potentially up to two weeks because um we did not make it far enough to get into playoffs but we were really close and they had a redemption bracket basically where you oh. play like a miniature version of of each game. Uh, to advance and we we won our games and clinched a spot <gasps> in the playoff <gasps> what that's crazy dude <laughs> um congrats <laughs> i will not hope for anything because that's the the most surefire way of getting your heart broken but uh <laughs> we made it to koshien and now we're gonna try, try our best yes <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, I uh, two more weeks, and then I I will be free of this responsibility for the rest of my life, probably. Well, uh, mostly I'm just proud because of you, you you really hung in there. Yeah, mo- mostly because it's not like super sustainable for my schedule, really, to um to continue it. Like I I would think I would just start to drag the team down. Subi, are you learning how to call your schedule a bit? <laughs> uh, yeah, but it, it will only help so much because it already clashes with my Saturday D&D game, which is part of the reason I'm dropping it. <laughs> well, there you go. You're learning how to not double buck. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, anyway, anything else that you've been up to? <laughs> uh, yeah, um... I haven't been up to much else other than that. Just like winding down from my drawing heck. Um, a friend of mine roped me into an artist boot camp that he started up this month, and I'm really upset with him. Uh huh. <laughs> so thankfully, he's starting off really light. So that's the only reason why I agreed. Um, but also, like, I was like, well, I hate you, but also. I guess it's good that I continue this habit of drawing every day, even if it's something dumb, like, or really small. I mean, (sighs) I I understand the feeling. Like, even when I'm done with this novel, even if I don't hit 50,000 by the end of uh, November, I might continue it. I might carry it over into December. Um, Mm. 
I will obviously do my best, but as as with most things, the like focused month is really good for me personally because yeah. if I put a hold on a project, I almost never come back to it, which is right, right, a bummer. But I just only have so much time. Um, is this uh, something that you'd want to see to like completion, like if you continue into December kind of thing? Yeah, I think I would want to make it to fifty thousand, or at least carry it until the end of the of the the story. Right. Um, it's, right, that's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and and I will say this cuz I don't want to promise anything about what is in it, but oh, sure. I'm learning that my brain really structures things that I create like anime where <laughs> um there you go. I'm I'm I was like writing it and I was like how come this has like like very like bare continuity between these these two oh it's it's like a, episodes of an anime, that's why. <laughs> We are yeah. learning something from all this podcasting that we do. And yeah. It, <laughs> uh, uh, so that's um, that's that's quite interesting. I, I will say I probably should have figured out what the pacing of a 50,000 word novel should have been before I started writing. Because <laughs> yeah. um, I'm a little bit in the dark here. Like, even though we're well enough into it that I should by all rights, no. I'm still a little bit like, uh, like, uh-huh. we're about reaching the point where I should be halfway through it, and I think I'm on track for like a decent pace. Like, I don't think it's going too fast or too slow. If anything, it might be going too fast, but that's always a problem that I will have. So, uh, I can always go back and fill in details later is is my yeah. thought process. I would I would try and reach the natural progression of your story's end and then figure out the like where the word count is after that. Like Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um <laughs> I mean the, the the thing about Nanarimo is it's more about just getting raw words on page and not really I like, mean, yeah. worrying too if, much about it. It's about quantity versus right, quality. It's but, it's, uh, it's about building yeah. the habit of writing, which I would like right, to exactly. be in the habit of writing more and writing faster. But you yeah. know, that's that's a Paul thing for uh, another time. Um Yeah, yeah. Well, you're you're learning about yourself and, and your writing and, and whatnot, which is good. That is uh that is that is true. Okay, do you wanna do you wanna talk about anime stuff? Let's talk about Fall 2018 anime. Okay, so before we begin, there are three things that we will not talk about this episode that we should or will at the end of the season. Um, we have not started Hero Aka yet, but it's it's more of My Hero Academia, and also this is this is one of my favorite arcs in the show, um, <gasps> like in the series so far. Yay. It is legitimately one of the best arcs, I think, in, in My Hero Academia. Oh, um, yo, I'm excited. So uh, I'm excited for that. Uh, we haven't started it yet, mostly because of like scheduling stuff. Um, yeah. We are not going to talk about Beastars as much as I want to because we literally cannot watch it because Netflix is a fuck. Netflix. Like, uh, it pains me so much how much Netflix is is like reticent about releasing anime on a weekly basis because it just makes it so much harder for us as like 
people who like survey the the season to like really give you an opinion on it without just like straight up going out and pirating it, which is like something that we could do, but like we're in a position where we don't necessarily have to. So I would prefer not to. Right. Like I would, I would prefer that some like our, our money and our time is able to go in a way towards the original creators in some fashion. And right. I'm I'm just upset because I don't like that Netflix just waits cuz it's not no. like that with like Okay. So it releases anime all at once because that's just how Netflix likes to do stuff, but they were releasing The Great British Bake Off weekly when it was airing. Oh. So it's not like they can't do it. It's just that they're, right. they're just choosing not to. They they are definitely capable of it, and it it's a shame because it's one of the reasons why we weren't able to review Carol on Tuesday. Yeah, we're still waiting on it. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, it boggles my mind because honestly, like the only thing it does is it just buries shows. Right, exactly, and it's like cherry picking these shows that we're really interested in seeing, which is of course you know. I guess would be the more strategic move on their part, right? They wouldn't want to pick a show that we wouldn't care about. Right. But the still, only problem it's, is it's, it's kind of like having the opposite effect of, of what they're intending, where instead of like, oh, this show is probably going to be so good, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait till it's all out and then watch it. But really, people just lose interest. Like, yeah, people will not be... a gamble. Okay. <laughs> like... Here's here's the problem, right? Is that if you're like, okay, well, I mean, people would really want to watch, you know, Carol and Tuesday because the director's really famous, um, the the studio's really well known. Um, there's a lot of like clear love and attention that has gone into this series. But if you're gonna make us wait 24 weeks to watch it, we're not really gonna be that interested in it anymore. Which is why it's. Better that they decided at the very least to release half of it. But still, the problem is the exact same. The anime is is done. And right. it should be coming out any day now on Netflix. And we I mean, will I, watch it. But I like, feel like it's it's it, like Netflix as as a company should because they're in the 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 media scene they should know how quickly like an audience's retention like attention span like just flips on a dime right because shows are constantly coming out on their platform on all the other competing platforms like it just keeps going on and on it's endless and so if you pick a show and you're like hey people will will really want to see this it's popular etc etc there's a really still a really good chance that a bunch of people are going to forget about it you're going to lose all the people that would have hopped on just from the initial interest see i blame i blame sitcoms i blame like western sitcoms for this because <laughs> god knows the reason netflix is so popular is because people are like well i watched four seasons of the office yesterday at once like this idea of binge watching shows and it's like yes I hate that you're not giving me the opportunity to do it because there are so many people who will just wait when they know they're interested in something. But right. also, I want to watch it weekly. Yeah, they're 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 playing that gamble of like, should we cater towards the bingeability or should we 
release it it's, weekly. It, it's not then... even a real choice, I feel like, because like the people who want to binge it are going to binge it. The people who are going to yeah. watch it weekly are going to watch it weekly. You might as well yeah. give them the option. It's not like right. the episodes will go away. <laughs> right. Exactly. So yeah. it it is incredibly annoying that they do this. Uh, but unfortunately, that means we cannot talk about Beastars. It does mean we will be talking about Carolyn Tuesday probably sometime in the next month. Um, hopefully. Because uh, mm-hmm. God knows I, I obviously really wanted to see it. Um, and I'm upset that I couldn't just watch it when I wanted to watch it. But I will watch it anyway. Because <laughs> what, whatever. Um, and the last thing we will not be talking about, which... We might be talking about at the end of the season. Uh, at the end of the season, is Black Fox because um, we learned that Black Fox is a movie, uh, and movie. but it is on Crunchyroll. Huh. So, so we'll I was really interested it. in it because the poster looked really cool, and <laughs> that was mostly it, really. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. But if it's on Crunchyroll, then it should be fairly simple to to watch it. Uh, we just have to find right. time to sit sit down and watch it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's our disclaimer about what we're not talking about. Um, if there's anything else we're not going to talk about, it's because we didn't watch it, really. <laughs> so, continuing this season is Dr. Stone, which, yeah. I feel like we don't really have to explain why we like this show. Uh, <laughs> we have spent the last two seasonal episodes talking about it. Uh, it is more of that. We talked about it in those episodes. <laughs> Yeah, we're keeping up with it because we're it's, keeping, it's still we're keeping great. Up with it. <laughs> it's still it's, um, keeping up. <laughs> there's been some fun like shonen twists where they're yes. like, ah, this is like the truth. And you're like, whoa, that's kind of cool. Yes. I, I think some of the expository episodes are a little slow. Yes, they are. Uh, which is what I noticed because the rest of the show is so uh, fast paced. And mm-hmm. um, like when the drama happens, it really slows down a little bit. Oh, I think yeah, for sure. It might be a little bit difficult to get through, but you might also really like it. I don't know. I'm not you. I'm me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but that's Dr. Stone. And next we're going to roll into a uh, a new season of an oldie, um, Shokugeki no Soma or Food Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good to yeah. have Shokugeki back. I didn't realize how much I missed it until we started the first episode of this season. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I, I, I know what you mean. Like, because I've been keeping up with it for basically years now. Um, and the mm-hmm. manga has just ended. And I Aww. recently f- went back and I read the last couple chapters. And uh, I, I will say that the ending is pretty, pretty rushed. Like, it's clear that Aww. they're like, uh, we're kind of done with this, whatever. Um, like this, this arc that the anime is in right now is kind of the big, like, technically it's the big denouement arc. And then the, the next arc after that is more of a, like, um, here's what it feels like. It feels like this is the, like, um, you know, defeat the demon king final boss arc. And then the next arc is the, like, persona 4 golden. Now you fight God arc. Oh, (laughs) because and. I you might actually you might either like it a lot or you might be incredibly exasperated because everything in it is such bullshit and it's amazing. Like <laughs> sh- like Shokuki no Soma is is like pretty fantastical as is. Yeah. Where it's like most of this stuff isn't super realistic anymore. It's still grounded in like the theory of ch- of cooking. 
mm-hmm. but uh, the next arc goes completely, completely, completely off the rails. It's like people are cooking with chainsaws, and that's good, apparently. Um, and there's a clown that uses two walks as a ball that he juggles to cook food. So, like, I... It really does just go off the rails, and it makes no sense anymore. And I think I've kind of settled on the fact that I like it. I didn't like it to begin with because I I always found that um, the at least like the kind of grounding of the rest of the show was kind of integral to making it like work. But right. um, because it only lasted like one arc it actually was not that big of a deal okay. so um it's just it just feels like a kind of fun like well now everybody's level 99 um battle oh. <laughs> arc <laughs> which see. is actually surprisingly fun <laughs> all right all right it's, it's um it's it's surprisingly fun and the manga's done so i bet we're uh i don't know how long this season of, of shakugeki is going but i bet we'll get like season five and that will just be the last one oh. um I yeah, uh Food Wars is not super long for this world. Um and I I'm kind of actually glad about that. It has sort of it I think it, it immediately realized when it hit the point where it was done telling what story it was telling and was like, "Okay, let's wrap yes. it up." Um, yes. Um kind of just agree. packed up its yeah. bags and 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 dipped, yeah. which which I really appreciate uh cuz yeah. God knows some shows just bleach go on for much longer <laughs> than they need to. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that they're not going to drag it out any more than this because I I can feel it. I can feel at least even in the season, it's like, all right, you know, we're we're kind of chugging. Like, you, I'm sure they're building up to something pretty big, but I think after that, we we ought to be good, you know. <laughs> yeah, and and you can tell because like any fight that's not like a a big mainline fight is like pretty condensed. It's just like yes, you know, yes, before where it would take like you know four or five episodes to resolve a like. Uh, a, a prolonged battle. Now it's right. like three of them happen in one one episode. Yep, it's true. So you're, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. It the pace of it in it just in, like just it's really fast now. Um. Mm-hmm. I, it's very engaging. Like the episode yeah. starts and then I'm like, wait, it's over. Right. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like wow, they whoa. really packed it in there. <laughs> yeah. It's um. It's kind of nice, actually. It really feels... It reminds me a lot of uh, when I used to watch a lot of Shonen stuff. Because it's like, oh, I want the next episode right now, man. <laughs> um, which is how I felt when I was reading the manga for this arc as well. Uh, mm. The Shokugekis are so fucking good. They're, <laughs> they're so good. They're fun, dude. They're they're really fun because um, I think the, the older characters are, are making like a comeback in, in a very interesting way. I yes. wish... I wish they would do a little bit more with some of the smaller characters in the Polo Star dorm, but yeah, me too. I understand why they can't really do that. Um, yeah, but I did love the fact that um, Mimasaka comes back, and yes. then you have the Shokugeki with um, Aldini, who's who's just like. I took his technique. Oh my it was god. extremely like, oh my god, that <laughs> moment was so good. It was extremely JoJo. It was the most satisfying. <laughs> it was it was such a like part two JoJo's Bizarre Adventure like. Yes! The next thing that you're gonna say is this, and then he's like this. Oh, oh how did you do that? <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna use a bunch of artichokes to fuck up the taste of your thing. He's like, I've already adjusted for that because I knew you would do it because I traced you. And he's like, whoa. whoa. 
And then you, of course, have, a, have Azan, who is voiced by Tomokazu Sugita. Yeah, I was going to say, he continues makes, to be a legend. <laughs> makes, by far, and this is true in the manga as well, the best faces in the entire series. <laughs> like, they're so grotesque and amazing. <laughs> like, he gets so upset. It's so good to watch. Oh, man. It's very good television, I'll tell you that. <sighs> Tell you that, tell you that. I, I, yeah, I didn't realize how long it had really been since the last season of, of right. Food Wars. Um, mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised it actually took this long to make another one, but I guess they were waiting until they had enough for, like, a... a I don't know. Are they doing, like, two cores or what? I have no idea. It doesn't say. No. I guess we'll find out. Fair enough. I... Yeah, I mean, I I think that if you really liked the more grounded parts of the first couple arcs, uh, you might not like this because it really does start to ramp up. Um, but personally, Shokugeki has always been a little bit ridiculous, so the fact that they're embracing it is is kind of fun. Like they're having fun with it, and I I do appreciate that. Um, and it's not like Shokugeki was ever like a super serious show to begin with. Sure. So, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Um, I, I highly recommend it if you, if you like, you know, cooking battle or battle shonen, but with cooking, um, it's very exciting. It's very fun. Like it's, it's just a really fun show to watch. Like, yes. And there's, there's a lot to be said about that, honestly. I mean, yes. (laughs) I think there's stuff stuff that's like really good, but not super fun to watch and then there's stuff that's yes. like really fun to watch yes i think it does exactly what it wanted to what it wanted in terms of what it set out to do which is yeah yeah a yeah. fun cooking battle show and that's what it is mm-hmm. okay that's all the yep. continuing stuff uh yep. let's get into new stuff uh which we've we, we've watched a little bit of and Renu has watched much more than me apparently <laughs> but let's start with uh something that we watched Together because I made Renu watch it. Uh, it's <laughs> Oreo Ski Nanowa Omae Dakekayo, or Are You Really the Only One Who Likes Me, or Oreski if you don't like, you know, uh, putting a bunch of popcorn kernels in your mouth and waiting for them to pop to say an anime name. <laughs> so, this show, I read the manga for uh, a while ago, and I thought. It was something else. Like I, th- I got this mixed up with something else. Um, not the beginning bit, but like the the later arcs, because I thought it would go a different place than the manga actually does go. Mm-hmm. So now I have to track down what the fuck else I was reading that was the other one because that one was really interesting too. But so this is a, it's a uh, high school harem rom com kind of. Because <laughs> ultimately it is like it, yes, ultimately it is, it is a, a a rom-com harem show where like the main character has a bunch of girls that like him. Um, but the gimmick of the show is that um, in the course of the first episode, he realizes that everybody who he thought was was pining for him was not. And it was, in fact, pining for his best friend. And that's fun. And the only person who it's likes like him the is the stalker. Of Monogatari. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the only it, which it's what's funny about this is, um, it is a little bit more lighthearted than, 
but in the same vein as shows like um Oregairu, which I I love dearly. Um this one is not nearly as intense, but it does hit some similar-ish notes. Mm-hmm. Um but ultimately like, you know, it is it's a rom-com harem show. Uh it's fun. It's actually really really funny. Like the the twists that happen in it are quite amusing to watch. Yes, I I I actually am having a lot of fun like going through the story with these crazy <laughs> characters that <laughs> they're really wild. <laughs> Man, none of them is like a completely good person or bad person, which I'm 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 good with that. <laughs> yeah, the the best part about the show is the fact that they're all just kind of being silly all the time. Yeah. They're all yeah. they're all just being ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I like how how honestly shameless a lot of them are. <laughs> yes. It's like that that's the thing about it is it's a very like honest show about both what it is, um like it kind of twists and plays fun at the genre it is in, um while at the same time basically just being an example of of that genre. It's not like it's not a parody is the thing. Right. It is. It's not a parody. It's not really satirical. It's it's just like it's just self-aware is all like it's a little bit funny because it's it's like self-aware about what it is. And it's not. Yeah, like, I, th- I think it, I think it parodies a couple of things in a way and just blows them out of proportion, just like the bench. Yeah, or whatever. I, I think it's parodic in nature. Um, yeah, but it's not like a straight parody where like. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so you have a rant about the first episode, huh? Oh my god, dude. I mean, you <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's let's start with by summarizing our watch experience for the first episode. I spent the entire first 15 minutes of this episode not paying attention to what was happening because my eyeballs were too distracted by one thing that is yes, a constant throughout yep. the entire show, which I yelled at Soup about so he knows <laughs> exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, having watched a lot more of the show now, I think we're like six episodes in, mm-hmm. um, I've had more time to kind of analyze what's going on. So if you watch this show and especially if you watch it with subtitles, you'll notice that even <laughs> maybe if you wear glasses that they might be a little foggy or if you got eyeballs that you're just looking at with the screen or you <laughs> to watch the screen, the show looks a little bit blurry and if you see in contrast to subtitles the subtitles will look really clear and so when we first started watching this episode soup was actually like adjusting the video player to see if it was actually in hd because we couldn't tell because the show was blurry (laughs) yes (laughs) and it looks like there's like a maybe like a two to four pixel blur over literally everything there's nothing that is in hd like like perfectly crisp everything yeah, is blurry yeah. it's uh, and, bad <laughs> and there are certain moments where they'll use like a, a blur vignette so the edges look even blurrier than the middle or they'll use like a dslr kind of effect where they'll blur the background like the things that are out of focus and then put in focus like you know, the foreground elements or whatever they're focusing on, right? Which is practical reasons to use a blur effect, except that there's a blur on literally the entire show. And so I was like, 
stressing over this for like like the entire day afterwards i was thinking about it. i was like why would they do that why would they do that what were they doing <laughs> um uh it comes down to the fact that they in my opinion they ended up using what's called like a bloom effect which you typically use with like kind of like dreamlike sequences right because it adds a little bit of that blur but it also adds a glow to whatever lighting that you have so any kind of like white lighting blue lighting anything like that it'll add a bit of like a a, like a little bit of a halo around it kind of thing to soften it right and you again like i said you use it for like dreamlike sequences or to make a scene look really soft or kind of emotional like you'll see it in like kyoani works you'll see it you actually see it in stuff like 28 days later too when in the beginning when he's like wandering through the town or the city um it's like a very like kind of like dreamlike sequence or whatever you use it then or you might use it in a game when you're like emerging from like a dark area into an area with very specific lighting it'll add like a little glow to the light to kind of soften it versus like a like a flat geometric object, right? Uh, So that's what it's generally used for. And it's very beautiful. And there are times in this anime where it's gorgeous. They use it perfectly where, like, they kind of zoom into the girl's face and she's conveying, like, a a sorrowful emotion, right? And it's kind of like the camera's a little bit unfocused because, you know, she's so emotional, right? It's perfect for those kinds of scenes. But they do it for everything. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. The bloom effect is on literally the entire show. And so the entire show is a little bit blurry. And I am trying to figure out why. And the only thing I can think of is that I'm hoping that this isn't the reason. (laughs) Is that they kind of wanted to be a little bit artsy and different with their art direction. Right? Because obviously this anime, because of this stupid bloom effect looks quite different from every other anime that we watched this season yeah (laughs) but there's there's so many specific ways to use this one effect you don't use it as a canvas effect on everything you would use like a levels effect on on the entire animation because that balances your lights and your darks right that's a sensible effect to use across an entire like an entire episode or an entire show but not not a bloom effect which adds a blur and especially not when you have nothing absolutely nothing in the show that's in hd and so you have this beautiful animation right this animation the style of the art is actually pretty and they actually put work into how the characters are moving and how it's shot and all these camera angles and everything like it's actually a well-directed show why on earth would you add a bloom effect at the end? Why would you blur all of that hard <sighs> work? It makes me angry as an animator. I was so angry when I watched the first episode. Yeah. Now I've just come to terms with it. Now I'm just like, I can't change how the show is. I just, I'll just watch it for the story. But honestly, I'd rather read the manga at this point. You know? I, You know what? Having read the manga recently, I would not. I would recommend against it. Highly, actually. <laughs> the anime is much better. <laughs> Well, that's a shame then, because it's almost unwatchable. Like, like the first after the, I think we watched like the first two episodes. I was like, I'm starting to get a headache because my mind is, first of all, rather emotional right now over how they blurred everything, and second of all, like my eyeballs are having, are are like unable to make sense of why it's just a little bit blurry versus the subtitles being extra clear like (laughs) yes yeah it's it's really jarring i will i will say i was hoping that that was an effect that would wear off once like the the confessions came out and they were like yes 
right? Exactly. Me That's too. what I was hoping, and it yes. just didn't. It didn't. It, it kept just going. Didn't. I was I was hoping too. I was like, maybe this is just a thing, that, like a bit that they're doing, like the bench or whatever. They they're only going to use it for specific moments or like this whole part of the first scene because this is where all the commissions are going. No, it's for everything. Uh huh. And yep. it makes it such a pain to watch. And um, yep. Yep. I'm. I, I can't imagine like if I was an animator working on this and then I see the final cut of the episode and it's blurred over all my hard work, I would pitch a fit. <laughs> yeah, the thing is it because it's so blurry, like it doesn't like here here's the thing is that like blurriness as a thing can work if you're trying to go for a very specific aesthetic, like if you right. are like Megalobox aiming for that, like, well, yes, all the lines are res. like really scratchy and all the yes. like um, colors feel like they're they're painted onto cells. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But that's not what this anime is going for. Clearly. Exactly. And it just looks like it just looks like it's just fuzzy and not that interesting, which is a shame because you're right that the actual animation is actually pretty good right and it's paired with like some awesome voice acting like oh my god it's oh so my god. good the voice acting <laughs> is is fantastic they they chose like an amazing person to voice the main character yes like, anytime he says something in english is so funny oh it's so funny Perfect. his voice acting alone is hilarious <laughs> yes the voice the voice acting in the show is is like the, the voice direction is top notch like it's yes. so fucking funny Yes. It's also really, really... I, because this is the sampler episode, I won't spoil what happens beyond the fact that nobody actually likes him. Like, they all <laughs> confess to him where they're like, I like your best friend. That happens in the first episode. Don't worry yeah. about that. It goes so far beyond that. It, yes. like, it just takes that basketball and it just fucking yeets that sucker into the into the like you know fucking football goal <laughs> yeah it goes past the basketball goal it goes to the football field <laughs> yeah he's got like a uh, i don't uh, like a kick goal uh, i thought i wish i knew what sports oh, were man you are trying he so throws hard. the ba- he throws the basketball and he hits a home run that's it there you go <laughs> Sports, right. are, sports are not my wheelhouse. Although I did recently <laughs> learn that the term in your wheelhouse is a baseball term. <laughs> which is deliciously relevant to one of the jokes in this show. Um, uh, the wheelhouse is the area in a, a batter's like strike zone where they're more likely to hit a home run. Wow. How about so that? So there you go. There, there's a fun fact that, um, that, uh, that we learned together. So this is actually quite... A good show. I think overall, if you can get past the the blur effect, um, which is quite (laughs) egregious. Like when the second episode started and it was still there, we were like, yeah, no, it was was by episode six. You're pretty used to it, though. You just have to unfortunately basically get used to it. (laughs) I'm still upset about it, but I've I've learned to live with it, I guess. Yeah, it's it's interesting because um, I didn't. So I didn't actually think that the the second arc was all that good when I was reading it in the manga, but actually it's a lot better in the anime. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think something about the way that they've um it must be an adaptation thing. Like the adaptation of the the manga adaptation seems like it was pretty like 
haphazardly done um and mm. then also haphazardly translated which does contribute to it but the anime actually looks quite good and it seems like the writing is pretty sharp which i'm i have to assume comes from the light novel but surely is also part of the like directing of of the show itself like the comedic timing is quite good mm-hmm. um and boy when like the third episode drops and you're like figuring out what the hell is happening in this goddamn school you're like wow <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh and then you know you're like oh okay well and this is the problem that i had where i was like well after that that fucking roller coaster where could this possibly go and then the second right. arc has kind of a similar arc to it and then you're like okay well yeah i i suppose so that mm-hmm where do we go now yeah now yeah now i don't know where we're going now i'm, <laughs> I'm so lost as to what could possibly happen next and I'm so intrigued and I had to go peek at the light novel uh, illustrations for the next like two volumes. And there's so many new characters. <laughs> they keep adding more and more characters. And they're all based <laughs> out on flowers. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, this this is a show that I'm looking forward to talking about at the end of the, this, uh, yeah. the, the season because then I can sort of dive into it and get my hands hands dirty just kind of rooting around right uh it's pretty pretty decent for like a high school rom-com like yeah it's not as uh viciously intense as something like oregairu is mm-hmm. um and even even the thing about oregairu is like i feel like there's a point after which it stops. It starts to be about something else, which mm-hmm. uh, I have feelings about. Maybe we'll do an episode on it next year because um, that is one of my like I like that show a lot. Animes, um, but yeah, uh, if you're if you have not completely given up on the idea of uh, of of like high school rom coms, this might actually not be a bad one to watch. It's yeah, actually pretty funny and engaging yeah i'm i'm hit or miss on rom-coms and this one this one was it's a nice hit like i i yeah i've been laughing which is great yeah i've been I mean, engaged too it is it is silly <laughs> much it's much sillier yeah. than something like um uh like scum's wish which is like high uh, high drama like yeah, extreme no, dumpster fire i was, off, I was fire. over that <laughs> which i mean there's definitely a place for but like this this is much easier to to digest i i will say yeah. um cuz it's not it's not as intense um yeah yeah i i can't wait to talk about it at the end of the the, the season it's going to be a fun one yeah maybe watch it in sd because if you watch it in hd you'll just be frustrated yeah <laughs> we'll see if you can downgrade your subtitles yeah downgrade the overall video quality and maybe it'll look appropriate downgrade your subtitles and pretend you're in 2008 <laughs> all right let's talk about no guns life big gun <laughs> big gun it, so no guns life is about a man who is a gun his face is a gun and that's it like it's there's like- there's some it's, stuff it's about like you, background uh, stuff about why, but like it doesn't his face right. is a fucking gun. It's funny that you mentioned Megalobox because they also in this show like revisit like a nostalgic kind of art style, like older 
uh, kind of like looking almost like a Helsing slash Trigon-esque style um, about people who are guns. <laughs> yeah. It's basically about, it's like about people with like augmentations, which is to say like prosthetics. Um, and then some people were took that a little bit far in the war when the mega corporations were like, what if we just turned a person into a gun? What if we just turned a person into a gun? So they did yeah. that. And um, it's definitely yep. over the top. Obviously. It's gun yeah. Man. I, I will agree. It's it's um, so it's extremely a noir story. Yes. Um, like, at the very least, it borrows very heavily from from noir uh, aesthetic conventions. Like the main character is like a hard boiled grizzled dude. Bro, he's remembers so, so little about his past, and he loves to smoke cigarettes and not he's care too about feelings. Afraid to get close to anyone because he's afraid he's just gonna hurt him. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I, I mean, it's it's very it's at the very least visually quite interesting. Uh, I I, yes. I will say that the pacing of it is a little bit slow, like yeah. it's a little slow for my liking. Um, it's yeah, because like the thing is, it would be fine if it wasn't if it was slow for any discernible reason, but it just isn't really. Like yeah, it just seems that everything takes like five years to do, um, <laughs> which is yeah, yeah. And it feels like uh, I, I I keep getting like these like FMA uh, like vibes because of the way that they sometimes draw Gunhead Man like when he's in his when they draw him like cartoon like yeah. the way that he looks is a bit Alfonsi it's ex- yeah and it's then, very Alfonsi and then of course there's Mechanic Girl who is like blonde hair blue eyed like sarcastic Winry basically <laughs> yeah you got gritty <laughs> like Winry she's, she's, like, gritty Alphonse. <laughs> Baby yeah. Ed- Edward? Yeah. He's baby. Baby. Yeah. Um, it's... I wish it would ramp up a little faster, <laughs> to be honest. It is yeah. so... It's so slow. It's, like, so slow. Yeah. I think it. it's... Bec- I think part of the pacing is, like, because it is reminiscent of older 90s anime that those, those anime that had quite the slow pacing too yeah that, that's true <laughs> that's true now that i think about it the the pacing on those was glacial yeah uh yeah i mean it's it's an interesting watch like we've been watching it and having a good time but that might partially be because we're watching it with friends versus you know yeah <laughs> i don't know how much it could hold my attention if i was just watching right. it alone um i, I wanted to get more interesting soon but it's kind of like i don't know just that's how i'm feeling too and and mind you like we are halfway through the season (laughs) at this point like we're caught up to these shows yeah for the most part so like there is no reason that six episodes into the like unless this show is gonna go for 50 episodes continuously there's no reason this part should be so slow yeah like things should be happening and they are but even when they happen they're happening quite slowly yeah um i just think that everything about it could be a little bit tighter 
because other than that, like I like I really like the character designs. I think they're really interesting. Uh, I really want to see more of Gunhead do Gunhead stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm vaguely interested in like the the plot of it, but it's kind of meandering right now, which is part of why it feels so slow. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I if I was watching this alone, I probably wouldn't continue past this point because it's just Same. yeah, it's just like it's not <laughs> offering enough to me. Like it's not offering me the promise of any like reasonable payoff. So unless I get to see Gunhead Man like really fuck some shit up, like yeah, it's kind of whatever. Um, it's interesting if you like like noir vibe stuff, uh, you might like this. It's it's like it's like cyberpunk noir. Um, yeah, it's an easy watch too. It's like you don't have to yeah. think very deeply about it. Just <laughs> let it happen. <laughs> you know, it's it's not like. It's not like super cyberpunk, but it, it is cyberpunk. Um, yeah. It's cyberpunk, but it's not the neon cyberpunk. It's like the gritty cyber, cyberpunk. Yeah, it's the gritty kind of like westerns cyberpunk of like like western as in like cowboys western. <laughs> I was I was going to say that'd be funny if you meant western cyberpunk in the, the sense of like cyberpunk as imagined by western audiences, because that gets into an entire conversation about like Orientalism and the <laughs> the aesthetics of of cyberpunk which is very important because cyberpunk has a lot to say about aesthetic well at the same time being like look at all this look at all this wacko asian asian shit but there's no like asian people around for whatever reason <laughs> anyway cyberpunk is is from the <laughs> 80s and it's really anxious about all that crap about like asian and asian imperialism economically anyway Yes. A whole lot of discussion. Yes, Mr. Literature Major. <laughs> yes, uh, I, 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 there was a thing that I, I did some, some stuff about. Anyway, <laughs> it's okay. I think No Guns Life is, is okay. It's, it's definitely, fine. I think, the lowest on my priority list of things to watch this season. Yeah, it's not high on my list either. <laughs> no, I, and I will say part of it is just because some of them are like old favorites and some of them are actually surprisingly good. Like Oreski surprisingly good. And the next one we're going to talk about is surprisingly good. Yeah. Um. So while there's not like a billion amazing shows out this season, um, it feels like a little bit of a slower season. There are some some gems, like some things that yeah. are quite worth watching i i would say mm-hmm. i would say orski is, is is worth watching and mm-hmm. i would very much recommend the next show that we're gonna talk about which is babylon 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 <laughs> which is about a public prosecutor or i guess he is a public prosecutor but he's like a prosecutor in like the special uh branch of the government and he gets locked in a mystery conspiracy regarding a Tokyo 2, basically. Like, they invent a new city in Tokyo because they're like, we, we can't have t- Tokyo be the only city in Japan. So they make a new one in, in the city limits. And they're like, this is another city with its own unique laws that are uh, outside of Japan. And there's, like, a whole conspiracy about... uh and I think it's it's kind of an interesting conversation about, like, the legalization of suicide 
Um, yeah. And this is and about pharma companies in general. And right. Like, about like <laughs> corporate influence. I will say this is extremely yeah. a uh, content warning for suicide show. Oh, because big there's content a warning. lot of it. There's a lot of people who die in this show. Yeah. Uh, um, and, and they're they're aiming to have an intimate discussion about it too. <laughs> yeah, because they're they're bringing up, and I'm I'm wondering if they will like actually have anything interesting to say about it because they did bring up like yeah. the idea of assisted suicide and of like you know yes. like no resuscitation clauses or whatever. Um, yes. So I'm interested in that part of it. Uh, there's like a weird undercurrent about like a uh, about the like main antagonist who is a mm-hmm. a woman who just makes the sex pheromones real good. So the people She's are like, like a woman who can be like any woman and yeah, there's like a, any man. There's like a lot of weird <laughs> shit that happens. Like she's basically like three different women or like about she she appears as three different women, but is the same person. So she can change her appearance. Um, yes. But also she and the, the this is the wording of the show itself. And it's a, you know, like a content warning for assault thing. But like it is there. Basically, everyone who ever interacts with this woman is like she raped me, but like not with her body, with her mind. Yeah, like they they make a point in saying that all she does is talk to them and and yet they feel as violated as if she had assaulted them. Yeah, uh. and it's <laughs> the whole show revolves around the idea that she might be influencing people with her psychology magic to kill themselves in a space where killing yourselves uh, is legalized um right and it it is interesting because i think that the space of like well this is a a test bed for new forms of society could possibly be interesting i'm I'm wondering if that will really do anything with that aside from having that just be the contrivance needed for well suicide is legal now Yeah, Um, right yeah i i'm i'm so interested in the direction of the show and because like i feel like (sighs) Japan is, like, really good at making these kinds of stories that are, like, really interesting thought experiments. It's like, what if this thing happened? What if this thing happened? Yeah. But, like, I, the execution of it is always kind of shaky. Like, like Sekai Surukaido, the cube anime. I was just thinking about that one, yeah. Like, I'm so scared that this show will go in that direction. And I really don't want it to be because at it the started very least, off so I interestingly. I don't think it'll go Aliens. I mean, I'm fine. I'm fine that it went aliens or like, you know, 4D beings or whatever. Like, I'm I'm fine that it, it explained it in that way. But that it the fact that it kind of went off the rails at the end and was more about like the drama of like, oh, we choose to be human. We want to stay this way. We don't want to progress. Like, I liked the angle of it in the beginning where they were introducing the fact like, what would people do if they had an infinite energy source plopped right into their lap? What would they do? And they never went anywhere with it. They just, they yeah. just sat on it. Yeah. <laughs> Which I understand. Like, yeah, it's it's dangerous or whatever. Like they 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 talked about what could happen. Like, oh, if th- these countries might fight over it. Blah 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 blah. Uh, but then it just it devolves into like really personal 
human drama, which I'm fine if that is like a, a part of the plot, but I think the overarching plot just kind of got lost. And that's that's what it, it sounds like. Um, yeah, and, and so like it was really unsatisfying me. to watch the end. And so I'm hoping that with this one, they don't lose the overarching discussion that they're conveying about like, you know, society and corporations and and what is right versus wrong in terms of like these people taking their own lives. Is that right? Because it's according to the law that they're allowed to do that or is it wrong because you're influencing the, to do them to do this thing and you're providing them like a really easy drug for them to take in order to take this route right yeah yeah um so i i don't know i i'm really interested i think the this this antagonist the the female antagonist is the way that they animated her is super interesting like yeah episode two was like holy cannoli (laughs) well that's so that was the thing that immediately kind of caught us about this show um yeah was the fact that the actual shot composition and direction of the show is actually like visually very good. The, very good. The way that they use angles and effects is actually really effective as opposed to like, you know, Oreski, which is just like everything blur. Like Babylon <laughs> yeah. actually understands when and why to use like weird shots yeah. um, to like make you uncomfortable as a viewer. And it works yeah. really well. Like, yeah, I this is definitely an episode. Uh, this is definitely an anime that I would give two episodes if you're deciding to um, if you're deciding mm-hmm. whether you yes. want to watch it or not. Yes, 100%. Um, it's adapted from a novel and not a light novel or a manga, mm. which I think explains a lot about the maturity of the plot uh, because it, it know, is a darker yeah. show. I can sense that. Yeah. And I, I'm hoping because it's based off of a novel that it won't go the same way as the cube anime and it'll yeah it'll have some some depth to it that'll keep it going (laughs) and i will say this the first like five or so episodes um play out like both a detective like police procedural and a like a political lawyer show yes which is very interesting because the main character is is a prosecutor and he's trying to build a case against um this like uh, conspiracy essentially and mm-hmm. it gets into some like it kind of takes a turn from like detective procedural into political procedural and then we're kind of back in detective mode it's just i think where we are yeah so it cycles between them in in an in interesting way and i'm wondering how the rest like this is extremely a show where the end the way they land the ending matters so much for the rest of the show that it's really hard to say anything about it definitively yes like um i i'd say like right now the pacing feels quite good like there i think i would only say there were only maybe a handful of moments where it felt a little bit slow because they were doing exposition exposition talk or whatever but for the most part like things are happening and i'm like i keep i keep watching i'm like things just keep progressing like right right things happen they happen fast and they happen hard like yeah (laughs) you expect it to be this one and that's part of the cycling which is you expect it to be this one thing and then suddenly just like yes yes in the beginning, you expect it to just be like kind of like a political, like maybe like a murder mystery kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And then it expands and then it keeps expanding. And I'm like, what is this? This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. At, at current, the plot, like at current halfway through, um, at least I think it's a 12 episode show. I might be wrong. Um, yeah. It is 
very engaging. Um, yeah. The, the plot is like you, pretty complex. You from, right, yeah. You you expect a lot of shows, at least, like, uh, maybe something that you might see, like, on, I don't know, like, your typical drama, TV, TV drama or whatever, uh, would run with one of these plots. Like, oh, this one murder mystery. Oh, this one political conspiracy. And kind of, like, go with that for the rest of the show. But this just kind of, like built on top of each thing like one after another <laughs> uh yep yep yeah, so i'm really uh, i'm i'm invested <laughs> i i like that it's like kind of dark and yeah it's it's very serious in a way that isn't overly s- silly like yes when something is too serious Yes. It can very, very, very easily slip into being silly because it, it just doesn't realize how ridiculous it's being. And I think Babylon right. toes that line well enough that it's not coming across. Um, like, the stakes actually feel somewhat meaningful. You're somewhat invested in, in the characters, especially after mm-hmm. the, um, the what happens in, like, the, um, I think the first episode. In the very first episode, yeah. dude! Like... <laughs> Stuff starts happening in the first episode, like, because it starts off, like, a little bit, like, um, oh, I'm not really sure what's going on. Um, like, it's, it's like a, he's a lawyer, and, uh, he's, like, a public prosecutor, and he's, like, um, in charge of, like, uh, shutting down pharmaceutical companies that do, like, whack Mm -hmm. shit, and then it Mm -hmm. starts going somewhere, and it doesn't stop. Yeah. (laughs) It's just kind of, like, full speed ahead. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Um... I'm re- I'm looking forward to the rest of this show. I, it it has a very good chance of being the best thing that comes out this season. Mm-hmm. That's not you know Hiroaka because that's fingers crossed, dude. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the animation actually in in Babylon is not that bad. Yeah, no, it's good. From um, the outset, um, I, I was like a little worried. Had a problem with it. I was a little worried, but it. Yeah, I was worried of, too. Actually, it kind of pulls through, like. The characters are definitely adults. They look like adults. They're mm-hmm. drawn and animated like adults. And it doesn't look bad or cheap either. Like, there are moments when the the, the animation clearly isn't, like, god-tier animation. Like, this is, right. like, three frames of movement. But I think it gets the point across well enough. And the shot direction is good enough to support that. Like... I think part yes. of the reason why this show is um, this show works so well is because of the direction of it really making up for what they're probably lacking in animation budget. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So if if you're interested in uh, mystery thrillers, mm-hmm. check it out. Check it out. Yeah. Um, I see the studio that did that does Babylon has only ever done two anime before one of them was in 2017 was a music video called deep blue song and the other one was foodie Kuri alternative oh interesting so that's 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 interesting um okay yeah i'm i'm always a fan of of stuff that's like a little bit more serious like definitely a little bit more like um on the heavy side because interestingly we don't actually get a ton of anime that executes that very well like yeah a lot of anime is very because it's it's aimed at a very specific audience um like shonen jump is obviously aimed towards kids and Mm -hmm. 
um, shoujo manga is like, you know, y- young girls or whatever. And it's not mm-hmm. really uh, like even the the older male audiences, like the things that appeal to them are or the things that people make that appeal to them tend to be like magical girl shows and like stuff like that. Like. It's interesting to me how much anime kind of lacks for stuff like this, where it's just like. I don't want to say down to earth, but it's like very grounded, like the. Yeah. And it's not like like I feel like when they do, it's kind of boring. Like they yes. don't, they don't oh my God, execute yes. it properly. Like the thing is, when they execute it properly, it becomes very, very good. Like, yeah. um, uh, what, what was that show? Is it like, like Fune Wo Amu or something? It's it's the one about the dictionary. I hear that one was really good. Uh, mm. Obviously, Showa Genroku Rakugo Shinju is probably oh, one yes. of the best anime of the entire decade, and yeah. that tackles such like heavy, heavy stuff. Yeah. Um. Like, I love I love stuff like this. Um, I'm glad we're I'm glad we're getting it because sometimes it's like even um, what was that one show you watched like a couple seasons ago that was about like the people who can stop time. Oh. Oh no, I forgot the name. Yeah, it's fine. People will not know what we're talking about either, and that's fine. Um Like even that to me, the sort of premise of it seems a little bit like uh whatever, right? <laughs> like it, Yeah, it's, it, yeah, no, it doesn't have the gravity that this not, has. Yeah, it, it didn't feel as as sharp as this one. Yeah. Uh Babylon seems like it 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 seems like it has something that it might want to say, which is Oh, Kokoku. Kokoku, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, it's it's not like super fantastical or, or or anything. It's it's literally just like this could probably not, but theoretically could happen in in our world. Like it's just somebody is really like like too charismatic for their own good, which happens in real life, and we're testing new governmental policies, which is mostly just like a setup to do this. Like it 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 falls within the realm of like what you would accept verisimilitude wise in a novel. Yeah. And I, and I feel like the way that it's going, it's not like too condensed in terms of like, you know, getting too caught up in, in the technicalities, but it's also not too heavy in terms of, yes, the stakes are high, but also you don't feel like it's like a slog to like, kind of like keep watching and, and getting more sad or depressed or angry or whatever. Like you, right. You keep watching cause you're curious. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's a good watch. It's a good watch. I will. Yeah. I'm going to maybe think about it, uh, in contention for like maybe the best thing that's airing this season. Like, yeah, we'll have to see good. what the end. I'm it's very good. curious. <laughs> Okay, let's move on to a lighter note and talk about, yeah. briefly, probably, Shinchuka Ichiban, which is new cooking master boy. This, ah! what a fucking throwback and a half. Bro. <laughs> so this is just a continuation of a, sh- uh, this is a continuation of a show that aired in the 90s. Yeah. If it looks even vaguely familiar, you, you might have seen it back in the 90s. This is like the OG, like, cooking battle show. Yeah, big OG. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> big OG. It's it's just about a boy who whose mom dies and then he becomes good at cooking and wins awards and stuff and he goes around China. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's it. That's the plot. It's Chinese food. <laughs> it's it's good. Like the the yeah. animation is is quite quite good. It's been 
updated um, to be mm-hmm. in line with modern sensibilities, but the art style is still very heavily like this clearly very 90s, um, 80s, 90s sort of thing. Yeah. The story is very much like that as well. It's very episodic. Yeah. And I think that's fine. Like, I think that's totally fine. It's kind of refreshing it keeps to be in line with the with the previous, like you know, see, or prequel or whatever the the original show. Uh, so I think that's dope. I more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> more absolutely. This. <laughs> this is this is definitely one to watch. Like, if you like cooking, bam. <laughs> if you like competition shows, bam. Bam. You like nineties like show, bam. Bam. <laughs> Yeah, very old school sensibilities, very charming, yeah. still yeah. um still holds yeah. up. So mm-hmm. it's a timeless piece. It's a timeless piece yes. that's been given a new lease on life. I highly recommend it. Makes chicken. Chicken He makes chicken in a first episode. <laughs> it's very good. Alright, let's talk about what you watched, because you watched a lot Yo. of stuff. Um I have nothing to contribute to this part, so I'll 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 quickly go over it <laughs> get it um the first thing i watched was psychopath 3 i kind of forgot they were coming out with a third season so i was really excited when it came out nice um they are starting with a new team so it's not uh starring akane or akane tsunamori or shinya kogami it's new 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 peeps um the old peeps do make cameos uh but it's all about these two new protagonists one of them has an interesting power he has the power basically of being an empath except he uses it to catch criminals um it's kind of fantastical in that sense um because he's kind of able to if he's able to find like the location of where criminal has been he can sort of retrace where they went or how they felt at that time like that kind of stuff to a limited extent um the only the the balance of that is that uh as a result because he's tapping into a criminal's mindset his his own crime coefficient ends up rising and so if he stays in that mode for too long he'll be registered as a as having the crime coefficient of a of a oh, dangerous criminal that's interesting and yeah it's it's really interesting so he has a partner who can kind of like pull him out of it and like you know help him manage it but it's a yeah no i i think it's an interesting angle and so i'm interested in seeing where it goes wow um the next thing that i watched was kabukicho sherlock it was just kind of like why not it's sherlock I'm going to watch it. <laughs> uh, it's very weird. It's kind of like, it feels like one of those shows that's just quirky to be quirky and weird. And if you like quirky different things, then this could be a show to watch. It's basically if Sherlock worked in like the red light district with a couple of other detectives and they compete over cases to to solve and whoever solves the case first gets the money reward from the client (laughs) uh yeah i don't know it's it's strange and there's there's a watson and he's desperately trying to get sherlock to solve the case his own case but he doesn't have the muns to to properly hire him and so he's just kind of like tagging along until he can convince sherlock to to help him with his own case but yeah uh 
I mean, it's okay. The only thing that I'm actually interested in is the character whom they portrayed as Moriarty, whom is this like high school kid. <laughs> and, of course. And Sherlock's like this old dude. Yeah. What kind of anime would it kid. be if it wasn't? <laughs> Right, and so now I'm like, okay, and he has pink hair, and I'm like, all right, cool. Let's, what, what's up with you, man? And they're kind of like foreshadowing a few things here and there. Uh, uh, so you're basically telling me it's like, it, it, it's like Sherlock Holmes, but Moriarty is is Robert Jacoby. <laughs> I mean. You can interpret it how you want, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, it's it's okay. It's an okay anime. It's fine to have like on in the background, but I wouldn't pay a whole lot of attention to it because it's not. It's, it's fine. Fair enough. Uh, the next one, Hoshii no Sora. I'm actually really invested in this, and I might make you watch a little bit of it too. Okay, At least maybe like one, two. I think three episodes is where it's like lock it in do you want to watch it or not i i was gonna say <laughs> you've written here soft anime about soft tennis boys yes. all right um yes that's more of your thing than mine but the next <laughs> thing says with a hard left turn and <laughs> yeah. that has caught my attention yes 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 so the anime is about a soft tennis club which uh it, if you guys know like softball it's like baseball with with a soft ball soft tennis is is tennis with a soft what <laughs> wait wait what <laughs> you're joking right no I'm not what joking. that's not real <laughs> i'm looking oh. this up right now oh my uh. god it's real Soft tennis differs from regular tennis in that it uses soft rubber balls instead of hard yellow balls. It is played primarily in Asia. Okay, that's why I don't know about this fucking thing. There you thing. go. That's why we haven't heard of it over here. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and what is, so... What does a soft tennis ball look like? <laughs> huh. How about it? It's a, it's a nice anime because they actually do. They teach you from the ground up because one of, one of them is like a newbie player. Uh, they teach him from like the very basics of like form and posture and how to hold a racket and how to not swing it at your <laughs> your teammates and stuff like that. <laughs> and, uh, and then it, it like, God dang, the hard left turn is like the post credit scene on the first episode. <laughs> so you know like uh you know the badminton anime yes that we watched uh-huh uh so it's in terms of like the action or, or animation or whatever it's it's not as like highly produced obviously it's a soft show versus that the badminton anime show. is like a hard show yes right? correct but then they had some like hard human drama mm -hmm. uh the soft tennis anime, I would argue, has even harder human Whoa. drama. <laughs> I mean, to be to be fair, it it is possible to put drama in your show. It is much harder to resolve it in a satisfying way, as as yes. exemplified by that show. Yes. Uh. So I'm really interested in seeing where they go with it. It's um. This one is also adapted from a manga. Uh, yeah, it's the juxtaposition between the soft tennis versus 
the hard drama is wild. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Maybe I'll watch go. it. Maybe if I have time, <laughs> I'll watch it. <laughs> that see, that's a trick that I play where I'm probably not gonna watch it because I don't have time to do anything. I mean, I might make you watch it anyway. Like, it's if you make me watch it, I'll watch it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the next one is another sports anime, Ahiru no Sora. Mm. Both of these anime end with no Sora. I mean, good luck. Uh, uh, this one is about basketball. It's uh, based on a manga that has been running for like 50 volumes. Uh, <laughs> oh, is this and... the... the um, uh, Adachi Mitsuru thing? Uh, let me see because I don't it, uh, it's written and illustrated by Takashi Hinata oh okay it's just um, very reminiscent of the style it's probably just because it's old yeah it's it's old I mean it was first released in 2004 and it's been going ever since then it's still going on now I, I think that's crazy so <laughs> um, it's not it's, it's a very very typical shonen sports anime at least from what i've seen from the first episode and in that way like even though i do love sports anime in general because they're nice to just kind of play while i draw i i'm not really sold on this one mm, okay. um at least not yet i don't know if i'll watch any more of it because i've got a bunch of other stuff that i'd rather watch but fair enough, uh, fair enough. yeah if if your thing is like general sports anime this is this is very shown in. It's it would be right up your alley. Uh, it's about this kid who he's a bit small, and so playing basketball that's kind of rough. But he's very passionate about basketball, and the school that he's attending, uh, they basically don't have a basketball team. Like they they do in name, but it's really used to like for kids to like slack off, you know. Um, ah. So. Yeah, uh, but he he wants to do the basketball, so get to follow his adventure. <laughs> hmm, fair enough. Yeah, that that's that's what I watched without you. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, so you watched something, half of something. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I watched. Half of uh, half an episode of Cautious Hero. The hero is overpowered but overly cautious. Uh, the reason I only watched half an episode was because I was watching it after I put together the notes, waiting for Renny to be ready. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's as actually as I expected, surprisingly cute. I um, oh, good. So, like, I mean, I think that it's much harder for me to watch Isekai than it is to read it, just because it's. Mm. really much more of a both a time end and attention investment uh right. unless i was watching it while playing grand blue or something like that and mm -hmm. i will say that i think cautious hero is one of the better shows like one of the better isekai shows um it's very reminiscent of konosuba while also being like distinct um mm. it's funny like it's it's relatively funny. Like I I think it's not like Konosuba's like you know bust your gut laughing because some dumb stuff is happening. Yeah. 
but it's it's a lot of like it's a lot of Tsukomi humor. It's a lot of like, oh, the main hero is like just ridiculous because he won't do anything without being prepared for it, like super over prepared. Like, um, she's like, well, we can go to the other world anytime you want. Um, what like you know, let's uh, let's let's go. And he's like, no, what what if what if I die? So I have to do push-ups and train until my body is ready. So he just spends the next week training. Oh. Oh. <laughs> He's um, gonna be one punch man. He pretty much is, because his stats, like, the reason that uh, he was chosen was because his stats were super overblown. Like, they're oh. really, really strong for, for uh, <laughs> level one. And he's also just ridiculously, impossibly overcautious. Um, it's surprisingly good. I think the... You were right when you said that the animation is not, like, the best, but I think that the art style and the direction of it makes up for that. Um, oh, okay. Like, they animate enough of it that it feels cohesive. Like, there's okay. never a point where I think, like, well, this show just looks bad. Like, right. it's clear that it doesn't have as as high of a budget as Konosuba did, because uh, mm-hmm. God knows the animation in Konosuba is just just amazing, um, <laughs> but I think I, yeah I think it's dynamic enough when it needs to be, um, mm-hmm. and otherwise it's uh, you know kind of like understated. Um, like there's a lot of kind of direct action, like direct movement into actions, like. Um, like she's like sitting down one frame and then the next one she'll just be like complaining in a different pose. And like you can clearly tell that they don't have like a ton of animation budget, which is which is fine, honestly. I think that the direction of it is good enough to warrant it. Uh the voice acting is really good. It's fairly sharp. It's pretty pretty like good at poking fun at, at Isekai's. Um Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you just if you just want kind of a like turn your brain off comedy, like this is not a bad one at all. Mm. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's how I feel about it. Any rate, if you're not sick to death of Isekai and you just kind of want something casual to watch, that's a it's a pretty good one. It's a pretty good one, I would say. Hmm. Um, I I would definitely I would definitely say that. Uh. But yeah, that's it. That's that's all the anime that we we got through. Um, we might, um, and I hate making promises because we're really bad at keeping them. But we might watch Vinland Saga this season because I I know people that really like it, and God knows the manga is like accoladed to hell and back. So <laughs> we might try to make the extra effort and watch it um this season um because it's I believe still airing. Yeah, you gotta catch up to me. I'm like. Seven episodes in, something like that. Okay, all right. Well, that's not too bad. I can, I can, I can manage that. Um, it will also be a lot easier to do that once I have uh, more time after my like Overwatch thing is done. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, 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 yeah. Um, was there anything else you'd like to say? Um, I think that's it. All right. You know. Cool. Well then. Stay warm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, safe. you say that, but uh, it was seventy-two <laughs> degrees out today. All right, listen, Mr. 72 Degrees, it dropped down to freezing over here, so let's, like... (laughs) You live in Texas. I don't think it's supposed to get that cold. 
It's not. And yet. <laughs> and yet. Oh, global warming. Uh. <laughs> it's okay. We will never be cold again because our new weather condition is uh, ash storm, which comes yeah, directly out of the fire condition we now have. Yeah. Because so PG&E like, is warm. a fuck. <laughs> You Suck that, Pacific Gas and Electric. Yeah. <laughs> Suck eggs. <laughs> Many eggs. Many eggs. Um. Cool. Well, uh, why don't why don't we wrap up? Why don't we wrap up? Where yeah. can we find you on the internet? And what are you up to this week? <laughs> I don't remember what find it was me. because it's been so long since we recorded. Oh, you poor, poor podcast host, you. <laughs> I'm on Twitter and Tumblr and Twitch at Swandron. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at swan.drawn. Uh, now that I'm done with freaking Inktober, I might resume working on commissions. I also started playing the first Disgaea game on my stream. Nice. Uh, so that's been fun. I've been naming people after people in chat and having them choose which characters that they want to be and adding them to my army. So that's great. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, that's it's a good time. You, if you want to come by. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, what about you? You can find me all the places at Literal Soup. Um, I clearly clearly do not have anything up on my itch page that is new um i was in over my head when i promised that uh i'll see you at the end of november because i will be continuing <laughs> to write this novel oh this, this is a fun like factoid because uh maybe one day our D sessions will come out um but uh a lot of the characters in my in my D game i'm repurposing for this novel um also Ooh. <laughs> Honestly, Renu, at this point, you could probably edit the, the sessions into video form if you've got nothing else to do. Oh, you act like I don't have anything to do. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you said you just missed the hustle. Uh, but now I have to catch up on podcast videos. That's true. How far behind are we on those? Like half a year, probably. <laughs> Anyway, let's not think about that. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, we're doing our best here. <laughs> we're a small, we're a small two-person team. Sometimes your entire house has no power for half a week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our last video was the JoJo episode. Yeah, I know. I'm where, all right? <laughs> Which admittedly was, I think, maybe one of the best episodes we've ever done. It was fun. <laughs> um, at least in terms of editing, which is why I use it as our podcast promo. <laughs> I had a lot of fun editing that one. You did. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, at any rate, I'm just going to be writing this novel, honestly. Like, I'm, I'm so not online. I I say that I'm extremely <laughs> online, but I wish I wasn't. Uh, I posted the <laughs> magic system that I use for my novel um, on my Twitter page, so I'll, I'll leave a link to that because um, I think it's a decent enough thread, um, and mm -hmm. you get to 
pick the inner workings of my brain for how I think about stuff. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's let's get to it. Our opening is by Scotty Network, and our ending is by Takuma Okada. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Um, the patron we'd like to thank today is Frostfall. Thanks, bud. Thanks, man. Thanks, bud. Make make our jobs possible because good good fucking good fucking god the uh oh boy uh. <laughs> the sounds of someone caught in an ash storm. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about like podcast upkeep stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, it really really helps that um that you're supporting the uh the the show because. I don't really make money right now. <laughs> so, uh, yikes. So, uh, so yikes. Anyway, thanks for listening. Um, what's, uh, what's our thing? It's like... See you next time. <laughs> hey, that was pretty good. I almost got it. We almost said it at the same time, more or less. That was pretty good. Thanks for listening. ね。<音楽>